0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, April 26. Let's jump into today's top stories. Kent State AD Randale Richmond inks an extension through July 1, 2028. President Todd Diacon noted, Athletics under Randale Richmond continues to excel on the field of competition and in the classroom. His enthusiasm and commitment to doing things the right way is unparalleled in short we all value what randale does for the kent state community the division one board of directors has unanimously adopted changes to requirements for schools that mandates increased academic and health benefits for college athletes as outlined in the holistic model effective summer 2024 d1 schools that do not provide those benefits will be required to assist student athletes with out-of-pocket medical expenses during college and must provide medical coverage for athletically related injuries for several years after college Schools will also be required to attest that they are supporting the mental health of college athletes. In addition, all D1 schools must offer scholarship protections already required of Power 5 institutions, and degree completion funds for student athletes who competed in headcount sports or were on full scholarship within 10 years of completion of college eligibility. The holistic model also requires schools to offer career counseling and life skills programming including topics like nil mental health financial literacy nutrition and career preparation correction from this morning's email concerning yesterday's board of governors meeting to clarify the ncaa board of governors yesterday encouraged the d1 board of directors to move forward with the division's holistic student-athlete model and recommended that President Charlie Baker continue, exploring how best to include D2 and D3 in a post-eligibility healthcare model. The board also discussed a newly established executive committee to promote more effective and efficient governance, and establish a competitive compensation program for NCAA executive staff. The committee can also conduct business in between regularly scheduled meetings of the full board and is authorized to initiate and settle litigation. Also, CMO Brian Hainline provided an update on the work of the Mental Health Advisory Group, which is reviewing and recommending updates to the NCA's best practices documents and other relevant mental health materials. It is on track to submit recommendations to the Committee on Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports for review. In June with a final document ready for board approval at its meeting during the 2024 convention, Colorado's spring football game averaged 551,000 viewers on ESPN, making it the second-largest spring game audience in seven years, according to sports media watch's John Lewis. Additionally, Awful Announcing's Andrew Buchholz notes the 247,000 viewers the game drew in the desirable 18-49 demographic was a solid number, ahead of some broadcasts with higher overall ratings. Colorado's Coach Prime responds to news about the Buffs' transfer exodus, telling Pat McAfee that, people have got to be crazy to think this just happens. It don't just happen. You make it happen. I can't stand people who pull up to a drive-thru and don't know what they want. Before I get there, I know what I want. I'm not just making this stuff up as we go. We know what we want, and I don't concede man. I don't settle. I know what i want and i know what i'm gonna get meanwhile the athletics david ubbin catches up with five colorado student athletes who have entered the portal including three who left prior to this weekend's mass exodus ubbin notes that most who left following the spring game were told to do so players say cu safety jeremy mack who made 48 tackles last season and worked with the first team defense for much of the spring says head coach sanders just told me up front we have plans to go another way You competed. You did everything we wanted you to this spring, and you fought. That was my first meeting with Coach Prime since I've been here. Former Buffs tight end Zach Courtney, who entered the portal earlier this month, explains a line was drawn between players and newcomers. Courtney said, none of the new coaches would talk to the old players and treat us the same as the people they brought in sbj's john aran on the espn layoffs says the morale is as low as any time i've ever seen and i really question the strategy of doing these layoffs in three phases there is of course phase one which only affected disney phase two is happening this week and it's really affecting a lot of people that work at espn phase three is coming at the beginning of the summer probably june it's going to affect even more people And then there's a little talked about fourth phase that's going to be a prolonged phase where it's going to involve the talent as well disney will say that this is sort of a more humane way of doing it to make sure that it's not seven thousand all in one week or in two weeks that it's easier to spread across it appears pretty obvious to me that there are a lot of legal reasons and they're just trying to get their ducks in a row and it makes it a really difficult place to work Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1TN5 for Wednesday, April 26th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.